0: Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sleight of Game Shatterproof Theater. My name is Scotty, also known as ABC. To my right uh, is Santa Claus himself. He even has the white beard because he's old as fuck. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hello, Hello, Legion Cage. How are you? Uh, you're you muted. Kidding?
1: Well, okay, that works. Um, i just want like <laughs> to point out that our guest today is not Slight. You might want to check your overlay, bud.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah good point. I, I, I don't I know how anything, anything works around now. here, and <laughs> yeah, apparently neither do you news. because you, you're I'm always... Sorry, I
1: can't unmute my mic. You can't put up proper
0: overlays. Mm. What are we doing here? No, no, nothing. Um, we're, we're not, not doing, doing anything, anything here now. at all. Yeah.
2: Take the this mislabeling of Slight as a compliment.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's the same old shit over and over again, you know. But uh, yeah, hello. How are you? Uh, so Legion Cage, uh, how old are you now?
1: Mm, none of your damn business. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's
1: younger, he's than young, you know? younger than <laughs> you, younger than you and I, was As to say, I'm the youngest one in this chat room right now. <laughs> you
2: are. You. you are. I am. How are I don't you? Look it, but I am
1: the youngest one in this room right
0: now. How, how how are how is your old ass that's younger than both of us?
1: Uh, it it's old and achy.
0: Old and achy. Yep. Are, are uh, we? Uh, should I play Billy Ray Cyrus? Don't don't break cages. achy ass. His achy achy ass. <laughs> you break the <laughs> ass. Uh,
1: no, please. don't.
0: <laughs> okay. I I promise I won't. But anyway, uh uh, you. Thank you for wearing your furry head today. I appreciate you. I, I mean, uh, at the very least, it looks like you you have something on top there, and because there's no hair. So
1: yeah, I I have, you got it. You got it. That's my thing. I show up and wear hats. I don't, I don't really give anything positive to this. No, you don't. Yeah, I know. I'm here for the hat.
0: Just hats. That's it. All right. So if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, you're definitely missing out on the only thing that Cage contributes whatsoever to this podcast. And that is his hats. Uh, I mean, unless you can see through the podcast into the interwebs and uh, you you can see the the fabulous uh, head adornments that have been gracing the center stage here for since the beginning of uh, time and space and the the time space continuum and all that. Uh, Yeah. But uh, th- that leads me to our guest for this evening, the uh, beautiful uh, head penis, uh, Isnib, who is... You
2: uh... <laughs> call it a dickhead. Over yeah, dickhead. <laughs> head, head penis is fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, did you ever see... Uh, that reminds me real briefly. Uh, did you ever see uh, some of the stand-up for... Um... Oh, who was the black guy back in the 70s when George Carlin was big? It's not George Carlin. Richard Pryor. Did you ever see Richard Pryor stand up?
2: I've not. I'm, I'm aware of him. I should probably uh, yeah make a point well, of going back and uh, watching some of this well,
0: stuff. Look some of that up because, you know, back in the 70s and the early 80s, his, his all of his uh, uh, stand up was about race. You know, because mm-hmm. he was he was basically like the first black guy to make it big in comedy. Right. And and mm-hmm. I, I remember one of his uh, his stand ups, you know, he was talking about, well, you white people don't know how to curse. You'll you'll be. St- yeah, well, us black people over here will be well, like, you motherfucker and this and that. And uh, you, you white people standing there going, oh, is that right, peckerhead? You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good stuff anyway uh yeah so is nib the man from across the pond who actually lives in a different country from us and I didn't know there were other countries um but it, apparently this is a novel idea that you're like five hours ahead of us in some place called the United Kingdom?
2: Yeah, I do apologize about that um, it's a little known fact in a, to you know many citizens uh, of the United States that there are other places in the world you probably uh, don't some... know how real that is
0: <laughs>
2: it's yeah, way I don't
1: too <laughs> real like way too real most yeah. Americans don't understand that there are other countries and if they do they think there's some like uh slum of yeah well United I mean States.
2: you know it, it well in the as far as the United Kingdom is concerned they wouldn't be wrong in that regard but <laughs> it's, not, it's not bad. well <laughs> uh no but yeah America is uh it's a fascinating place from what a little I've seen of it. Um if you've ever uh,
0: watched the Jerry Springer, that's essentially that's essentially Jerry, America. Jerry, Jerry Springer yeah. show. Land
2: land of extremes, mm-hmm. if you say. All right. Some some of the best things and some of the worst things.
0: Yeah. Uh which you don't have over there
2: in the UK. Mm. You don't have any things. You're just like Yeah. That seems to be the contrast. That's the that's the uh, <laughs> eternal conundrum, Scotty. It's a uh, do you uh, want the worst things and the best things at the same time, or do you just would you prefer not to have any things? So it's <laughs> I, I guess it's a uh, grass is greener on the other side kind of situation. But um, we're, uh, we're we're very lucky to be here today. Let's yeah. take it from from there.
0: All right, uh, I, I, that isn't telling me. Let's get on with this shit already. No. Uh, oh no, <laughs> I've got all, all evening,
2: Scotty. If you
0: want to, you know, yeah. we can get go deep, sir. All right. Well, we're going to dig deep into the anal crevice that is Iznib's <laughs> Doom. And uh yeah, so I I do remember seeing this game sporadically um but I never really saw like actual gameplay or anything until um until I saw you play it. And I, and I wondered you know, what it was really like, and I I was watching you play it back when uh, this was probably almost a year ago on your channel, and uh, the the thing that I found hilarious about it was that, or maybe it was Steph Babies that I was watching play this, and then you picked it up a little bit later. Uh, The thing I found hilarious, yeah, I know. (laughs) So much bullshit to fix here. Hold on, let me see if I can get this fucking thing to... Do the thing with the thing there is. I told you last time, there is
2: no <laughs> professional anything here at all. Professionalism is a state of mind.
1: I thought you said that uh, I thought you said that uh, it was a professional uh, penis head.
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the, I, don't I, mean
0: it, it, it. I don't know why I even bothered with that, because his icon is just his f- stupid,
2: ugly face again. Yeah, you don't even need that I mean what kind of ego do I have when I'm doubling up my face how many faces does one man need I mean <laughs> uh,
0: well yeah apparently several uh, yeah tiny <laughs> tiny nib yeah that, that that works on a couple of levels too anyway um, so <laughs> uh, doom uh, yeah like I said I was uh, I think I watched Steph babies play this and and then maybe you and um, the interesting thing to me about Doom was how it was uh, a very intense, like mm. you're almost constantly being inundated, inundated with the various demonic creatures and that that you're you're fighting. Um, mm. So, so it looked like it was. Uh, it, it to me, it almost looked like one of the the first biggest shooters that was out there mm. to. Just kind of like as opposed to maybe things that came before or maybe things that led up to it like uh bolo and and some of these other tank style games um it it seemed to be like the first thing where you you were con not only constantly inundated with enemies but you had to kind of like barrel your way through and you know mm. you 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 have to you know shoot and kill this thing and then turn to your right and then there's immediately another one and then you know as you're you're making your way through the the course there mm. there's just no shortage of enemies for you to kill plus the blood and the guts and the the sounds uh, uh i'm sure we're going to hear some of that in the playthrough here uh the sounds were i think uh really interesting the uh, groaning and the death rattles mm. and all that good stuff um so yeah it, it's a very interesting game from a viewer and watcher perspective uh but yeah we'll we'll get into that here awesome. in a second
2: yeah awesome i'm glad to glad you enjoyed it scott uh one thing before we get into it i will say about it. it's um it's uh maybe it's one of those things that much like many old uh nostalgic retro stuff is you kind of had to be there to get the full appreciation of it Um but even as a modern viewer it's uh, it's definitely something that you are into or not um it's you know it's quite divisive i would say um there's nothing uh in its tone like casual about it it's um yeah it's uh it's very violent i think that's probably the <laughs> if we could, uh, choose one word to sum it up and obviously not everybody <laughs> enjoys vo- uh, fictional violence um and that's understandable
0: no but we might enjoy real violence and you're muted so well, it just I mean, quit muting hey, yourself cage
1: <laughs> i keep sniffling and i don't want to sniffle on the freaking podcast i'm sorry um no i was gonna say uh, between doom and mortal Kombat, i'm pretty sure those are the two reasons why uh the esrb exists um, it might be something different in the UK. I know they have different versions of like a rating system across yeah. the world uh, here. It's the ESRB. Um And yeah, I'm pretty sure between doom and Mortal Kombat, those are the two reasons why the rating system in, at least in the United States exists period.
2: Hmm.
0: Okay. So it's all doom's fault and it's all uh, is nibs fault for loving doom. And Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed. All this right. Um, so <laughs> we got some basic information here on... Um, very uh. basic. Very basic on... Uh, let me see. I, I didn't even... I didn't even... Uh, where the hell did I have this thing? Main series. There we go. All right. Uh, so the original game uh, originally came out... uh <laughs> you ready for this? MS-DOS in 1993 uh yeah so if you had uh, windows uh, 3.1 you're shit out of luck uh sega Flat-off. sega 32x and atari jaguar in 94 uh snes and playstation 1 in 95 3do in 96 uh yeah cage actually has the snes doom cartridge look at that blood red on there folks isn't that beautiful it screams violence.
2: Yeah, that was it. Was not red before uh, it got to a uh, cage.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he he he. Played, uh, painted it red with the blood of all the enemies in the game. Uh, Sager, uh, Sager. I'm t- I'm talking like Sager? I'm fr- I, I'm talking like I'm in the UK. Sager, uh, Sega Saturn <laughs> in ninety seven. Uh, Acorn Archimedes. That's a new one to me. I haven't heard of that system in ninety eight. Uh, Looks like uh, Apple II, almost. Uh, Game Boy Advance in uh, 01, Xbox 360, which was an original Activision release in 2006. iOS in 2009, Xbox 360, uh, re-released by Bethesda in 2012. And then finally, Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Android in 2019. So, uh, Cage, uh, what can you tell us about uh, the time period in which this game came out and was played?
1: Well, December 10th, 1993 was a Friday. I can tell you that much. So there you go. Interesting. Uh, Thank you. You're fired. (laughs) Um, So uh, reformed rabbi Bill Clinton was the president of the United States at the time. There's a reference if you watch the VGAs. Um, That's great. So, like, uh, people over in... Uh, uh- isnib's side of the pond apparently we're listening to a song called mr blobby by an artist mr Bo- mr blobby oh wait wait, oh. wait, 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 wait. You, i was you
0: know hold something? on i was watching uh isnib on cam just as you were saying that and i saw recognition flash across his <laughs> face as if you just took him all the way back
2: <laughs> all the way back he knows i, I i'm not familiar with the song uh if i heard it again i'm sure i would recognize it i am you i do have been a full seven
1: and a half years yeah old.
2: i do remember mr blobby though um right. an absolute abomination on existence um <laughs> a, a great old one have. check him out sometime
1: uh <laughs> oh geez. wow okay so yeah that was that mr blobby by mr blobby was like the number one song in the UK at that time.
3: Wow! Over here
1: we would have been listening to again by Janet Jackson. It's interesting that I can actually pull to the UK side of the websites that I use for this kind of information. For once, um, Sir John Major was the Prime Minister. You remember that guy? You know that I guy? do.
2: I do remember that guy. You remember was that guy? No, he was he, not.
1: He was a Sir. He was knighted. I figured he was he. A oh,
2: right. <laughs> I'm sure he. I'm sure he must have done something good then. Yeah, he didn't maybe. play Doom. I'm sure of it.
1: He did not play Doom. No. Um, I did read uh, somewhere that uh, the Space Shuttle Endeavor actually put the repaired Hubble telescope back into orbit on this day in 1993 mm-hmm. or December 10th, 1993. I shouldn't say this day. It is uh, yesterday. Apparently, there's a plane flying directly over my house right now.
0: <laughs> it, um, it almost crashed into your house. You know what? Go ahead. Uh, I, can't get, I can't get rid of the
1: uh, roommates in the attic, no matter what I do. So, you know, but uh, yeah, that was a little bit about 1993 itself. On the day that uh, the day that Doom was released, how about that actual release of Doom though? Uh, when it came out, uh, it got a bunch of different ratings, generally positive, except for. Uh, I mean, this was not day and date, but this version (laughs) of the game is not considered very good at all. Um, You know, uh, it it was uh, 1994 Game of the Year. Uh, Computer Gaming World named it uh, number five in 150 best games of all time. Not sure when that was listed, but um, Game Spy, when they did a top 50 games of all time, they named it number one. Mm. Uh, some of these awards obviously very old long after uh, the actual release of it Um, you know there's not a ton of actual review information as far as that time period a lot of like review places did not truly exist there was there were some publications but not massive to the point where they were later on Um, it sold an estimated 3.5 million copies by nine and believed to have 10 to 20 million people estimated to have played it within the two year, first two years of launch. No. Nice. Yeah. Um, obviously, not everyone had a home computer. Having like a an actual video game console was a little bit easier for most people. Yeah. I did actually manage to have this on a computer when I was uh younger uh It wasn't the full version of the game though it was a shareware version, which mm-hmm. is basically a fancy term for demo
2: yeah, they used to do this uh, a lot back in that period apparently i've heard cage mm-hmm. they would um they'd make a video game uh and kind of chop it up into three parts and then they'd give the first third of the game away essentially for free as cage says like a demo but it's a full playable version um in the hopes that people would enjoy it enough that they'd buy the second two, you know the next two parts um and it seemed to work pretty well i think it kind of fell out of fashion roughly around that time um but that was apparently like a standard practice for pc uh, video games back in the early 90s mm.
1: mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like obviously sold very well. Uh, it doesn't. This, the information I was able to find doesn't have a ton of information on Doom itself. Uh, it seems to have more of like the franchise. But it was a very, very well. Like, and it was like kind of that game that people like talked about. You know,
2: it was hundred percent. Oh,
1: Doom. Do you, did you know Doom? Dude, did you ever have you played Doom yet? You know, going back to that shareware thing. The idea was that you like just kept on sharing it with other people yeah like you put the distance in install it on your computer yeah. and pass it on to your buddy and then to your point is you would actually go and um hopefully go buy the actual game um that's what limewire
0: w- was for <clears throat> <laughs> i think limewire <laughs> was around in 93 that probably yeah probably not quite yet but i i do remember that maybe in the later mm. 90s limewire and Viruses and a whole bunch of other bullshit. <laughs> now I did I do see
1: right here. Um, we I think we talked about. It. I can't. I apologize. I can't remember if we actually talked about it before we started or not. But talking about the ESRB over here, um, Doom for the 32X was one of the first games to be given an M for mature rating. So. Yeah, it definitely had a hand I guess dare, guarantee it was one of the games that they were looking specifically
0: at when they were creating the ESRB here in America We, we can't allow that violent smut to infiltrate the minds of our children Yeah You failed Wahaha <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so we're gonna take a, a quick commercial break, and then we're gonna come back. Isnib has provided us with a playthrough of the OG Doom, although he's he's playing it on the Xbox 360. But uh, you know, it, it's all the same because um, you, it's just uh, different renditions. I think, you know, slightly, slightly, slightly different uh, versions. So it's all it's all pretty much the same. All right, we'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. All right, welcome back. Don't buy a goddamn thing uh, that you saw in the commercials. It wasn't worth it. It's not worth it. No, no. all all you need to buy is Doom. Uh, And you can buy this game and play it because Isnib recommends it. Uh, So let's see here. We got... Uh, Get the thing with the thing. There we go. Now we got a playthrough. And hold on, I gotta get this in my headphones. There we go. I get some good volume. Already you're shooting shit, man.
2: Yeah, it, it starts straight away. It goes, it goes <laughs> quick. Yeah, there's no real hanging around. Uh, although uh, I feel like um, official Doom and uh, its uh, sequels and stuff are uh, fairly tame compared to some of uh, the stuff that's made in the modern community. Yeah. Um, but more on that later, I expect.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, so why don't you start, isn't it, by... Uh... Explaining to us, like, the premise of the story and how the gameplay lays yeah, out. Yeah, there's
2: a story, story in this game. I mean, <laughs> take very, very loosely, very technically, and the more it goes along, cage it gets a uh, far more uh, tongue in cheek. Um, it, uh, so, it's uh, set in an alternate uh, future Earth um, where uh, certain. It- scientific industrial corporations uh, called uh, the UAC I'm not sure that's the name of the main company I don't know what that stands for I don't I'm probably I just don't remember but <laughs> um, essentially they are uh, they they're like a mining corporation that goes uh, into uh, space into the solar system they um, they try to uh, mine Mars uh, and that in a con- conjunction with uh, weird science I guess uh would be the best way to put it uh, they kind of open a-, a portal to hell hell is a real real uh <laughs> dimension um and um you uh all these d- demons and um demon-like entities uh sp- kind of arrive in our uh dimension of reality um how far you <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good, good start. Uh, you play, yeah, one. you play as a, a lone uh, marine of that company, kind of the military arm of them, uh, who doesn't have a name or background or a story. He's just he's a, a he was referred to uh, as everyone but as a Doom guy because he's the guy you play as in Doom, um, and as time's gone on, it's kind of almost people feel that's like his official name, like. That you know, the name's the name's uh, guy Doom Guy. <laughs> I
0: was like, why would you call
2: your kid that? I mean, but anyway, uh, <laughs> who uh, who can say? But anyway, that the premise, uh, the story kind of is just a, a, a framework for the gameplay, mm. as you can see. It's a first person shooter, um, the not quite the very first first person shooter but um, kind of the main one. Um, I guess we'll just take a brief aside here to mention um, uh, the progenitor of Doom, um, a game called Wolfenstein 3D, made by the same company, uh, the same developer, um, which is basically the same game. And I, I, if I understand correctly, is uh, considered the first, first-person shooter video game. Uh, now, there were certainly other video games that were in a first-person perspective before that, but I think it was the first one where you were the the primary gameplay was just running around in a three D environment, shooting things. Hmm. Uh, Wolfenstein three D was uh, a far more basic premise. You are a uh, alone again a lone soldier, but you're killing uh, Nazis rather than demons. Um, it was pretty same, revolutionary at the time.
0: Same same difference. Yeah, well, yeah, essentially, yeah. I
2: guess uh, the the enemies in Doom are a bit more variety. D- d- but, yeah. different, d- different games, similar idea, break, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but at
1: the end of Wolfenstein 3D, you get to fight Mecha Hitler. So,
2: Yeah, they did... uh the it, Mega Hitler! Did, Mecha. <laughs> oh, Mecha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Robot Hitler. You just have to check that out sometime, Scotty. Uh, and while it was a good game, and I did actually play that, uh, I'll say I played it. I was aware of it before Doom was uh, re- I, well, released. I was aware of Doom. Um, I, I feel, and I'm sure most people feel that uh, it, it was certainly the progenitor to this game. Doom is the game that has the lasting legacy uh, behind it. Um, but the uh, the game the gameplay itself is very uh, simple. It's uh, you first person perspective. Uh, you're in a 3D environment. You um, Your goal is, in each level, uh, to find the exit. Um, There are enemies to kill and that are trying to kill you, uh, spread throughout the level. There are weapons to find, there's ammo to collect, uh, and a little bit, very light resource management. You do have health uh, and armor levels, uh, ammo levels, and you you just pick items up by running over them. Um, So in theory you should have to manage your uh, resources but it's um certainly in the first doom and the uh the the, uh, the official game it's not it's not too difficult i i'm currently here playing on uh the difficulty level called uh, setting setting called ultra violence which is the uh fourth of five difficulty settings um,
1: Isn't the biggest or the highest one Nightmare?
2: Yes, there is one more difficult than this called Nightmare, which is. I mean, I could have. I could have played on that. Um, I generally, when I play a lot of um, custom levels uh, on Doom, I. I think generally most people use uh, Ultra Violence as a benchmark. Um, I don't know the specific differences between Nightmare, but um, it's considered generally a bit too difficult. Which it might not have been for this, but. My, <laughs> I feel that uh ultra violence is the go-to difficulty. Um,
0: well, and I got to imagine after you know so many years, this mm. being one of the primary games you played when you were really young. You know, like you mm. you were saying seven, seven and a half. Um, after probably so many playthroughs, like there's no maze aspect left to it unless it randomizes, yeah, right? Th-
2: these levels you're seeing here, I know like the back of my hand. Yeah. It's not. i I just rushed through them um i think that's where the beauty of the modding community comes in for those who do love the game because uh you know if you you, you, there's an endless uh supply of new content so to speak um mods and yeah all sorts of things yeah Yeah. we get we can talk about uh those in you know a bit more detail later on i guess but uh yeah so the the premise is very simple um get to the end of the level you don't have to kill enemies but obviously getting through the uh area without killing them yeah i mean that's the fun of course cages uh that is the (laughs) the uh the idea of the game um i'm sure there's people who do like challenge runs where they'll try and complete a level or set of levels without killing anything or even if that's sometimes that's probably not even yeah speed runs all sorts of things um that's that's not necessarily uh, something I lean into, but
0: so so what uh, like when you go to sit down and play this game, what is your goal? I mean, what are you what are you looking for out of the gameplay at this point in your life?
2: Oh, personally, uh, this is I guess it's for me this is my comfort game. I guess um, something because you know me, Scotty. I play a lot of uh, lengthy story based and uh, you know involved RPGs and. You know tactical things right stuff that uh, is either very engaging or uh requires some um level of uh thought or planning or strategy um for me doom is the complete opposite of that um it's uh, you know it's as you can see it's very basic simple gameplay right um you you know this is like my unwinding game uh i guess um I, I'll, go th- I'll go through stages of playing it while um indulging it for like you know a, f- a few weeks on end before taking a break but it's, i do seem to be always become come back to it mm. yeah um, that's much
0: like uh ben of the gaming avengers with mega man x like that's his ga- mm. go-to comfort game can yeah, He can always pick yeah he knows up that and... so well yeah.
2: that it- People, you know, I guess for an outsider would maybe say, Oh Ben, why are you playing this? You you know uh, exactly what to do, you know what's coming up, you know how to exactly to how to time your jumps, when to attack, what to attack. And Ben would probably say, Well that that's why. That's that's the point, that's what I'm getting out of it. Um it's um it's thing to go a, a simple, enjoyable thing to go through the motions and much like I imagine Ben uh, has that as Mega Man X for him is uh, because he had that as a child he grew up with that and it left an impression on him Um, in a similar way Doom did that for me Uh, so yeah so to me this is I don't know it's ingrained in me I can't imagine not it not being part of my psyche yeah Uh, yeah I hope that answers your question oh yeah that's fine um so uh
0: can you run us through like some of the gameplay aspects in more detail like the mm. uh, items and the weapons controls
2: Yeah, certainly um it's uh the ori- the original controls this was before because it was before first person shooters it was um it was uh obviously it's on PC and most people think of PC as being, um, if you're familiar with first-person shooters, your basic controls. Um assuming you're playing mouse and keyboard, it would of course be mouse and uh, WASD for your movement. Um, that was not on the original Doom. Uh, the original Doom was very awkward. <laughs> uh, there was essentially it was done on the um, the uh, directional keys on your keyboard. Mm. So you'd move forward and back, and then left and right would just turn you left and right on the spot. You just rotate
0: which you could i'm i'm sure you know with even if it's not inborn into the controls you could set it up with hotkeys uh i i i got to imagine you know that that sort of transition came across and is now pretty much the standard for pc gaming for you know mouse and keyboard uh you know wasda is is a standard because i think of the the comfort level of mm. having your hand sitting on the desk you know and let's say you've got you're right-handed or left-handed i'm right-handed so i've got my mouse on the right hand of the keyboard and my left hand you know can sit comfortably on Wazda. yeah to operate those two controls with the separate hands at the same time
2: yeah yeah indeed uh... you
0: said
1: Wazda, and i had like for the life of me for like a good 30 seconds i had no idea what the hell you were talking
0: about <laughs> i yeah fair enough that, that, that age, may not, like not what th- the kids call it. That, yeah i don't that that may be like uh not the actual term because you said <laughs> w-a-s-d and yeah i've just heard it called wasda mostly by markiplier and like other
2: okay okay i things. i i will admit that i have never heard that term before but then i've never really i guess i've never really spoken to anyone about it uh, in detail um but i've always said uh uh wasd um what the though i guess also works <laughs> i knew what scotty meant though Kate, yeah so that's, that's my yeah excuse. because he pay, he <laughs> pays attention to me son of a bitch <laughs> um but yeah it's um it's it's a very simple concept scotty you like I say, you don't have to kill enemies, you just have to get to the end. But, of course, the fun and tactically sound, it's better to kill the enemies. And, and taking um, out your
0: aggression. Yeah, Oh, yeah, that's what <laughs> it was
2: all about. Yeah, definitely. Um, you start with a, a, a kind of a... You probably noticed from the gameplay, I'm a—I'm using a pump-action shotgun. Um, they did that in the sequel, Doom 2. And I, I suppose for this podcast, and in my own mind, I did kind of think of them as the same game. There was a few minor adjustments to the sequel um uh, a couple of extra weapons were added and and things um the levels were overall kind of more expansive and uh imaginative i guess uh for better or worse but i do kind of think of them as the the same game um but yeah you uh you do just start with like a little uh pistol handgun um which you'll use until you get a shotgun there are several other weapons and it's the gameplay just mostly is about um you know twitch reaction shooting making sure your uh, shots are on point Mm. uh in modern iterations of the game you do actually have like pinpoint accuracy um you know if you're playing something a mod like say like brutal doom or something like that which is uh my go-to uh here it's more kind of general direction and the the game will work out if a, an enemy is hit or not if you were close enough to its general direction when you fire. Um, uh, well, it wasn't. Yeah.
1: It wasn't controlled. Um, as you were talking about the controls a few minutes ago, it wasn't controlled via like any other first-person shooter nowadays, where the mouse. It just you know. No, that, no, that, it was just how you the look keys.
2: Around. Yeah, I think you uh, you just turned on the spot and you pressed uh control to fire. <laughs>
1: mm. and, <laughs> that and was it. I think you're uh, right to a certain extent on um, the sequel. You were talking about the sequel, Doom Two, and kind of you would. How did you put it? It feels like the same game mm. to me. So, like, I, I think that was kind of a general consensus is that it was Doom more of like Doom One Point Five versus Doom Two. It yeah. had a bunch of quality of life improvements. But it uh, it it wasn't really different. I think Doom Three is where they hit their stride, and Doom Three, to my understanding, uh, at least of the retro Dooms, I like, I don't know about. Uh, the yeah, the d- two Doom newer ones.
2: A, yeah, Doom Three is a completely different game, and I think yeah. was and, and quite and considered, a the two. considered the best. Considered the best.
1: Again, not necessarily <laughs> including the two newer games. I know the two oh, newer okay. games are are very critically acclaimed um yeah but i'm not sure if they are i'm not sure if and can you really ever judge them you think about retro games right mm. as a primarily retro streamer scotty dabbles in the retro stuff god he has no interest in the modern mm. stuff right like can you really like look at it objectively maybe you can is but most people are going to have those retro goggles on and yeah it's gonna of course be, you know oh well yeah doom 3 is the best one period like there is no there is no
2: question versus the other ones I'm just uh, slightly shocked I've never heard that uh, statement before Cage I've heard people say doom 3 is trash uh, and I've come to its defense Um, it kind of sits outside of the series a little bit I feel Uh, it's nothing like this um, but it's nothing like the modern doom either it's not a good game I've never heard everybody say it's the best. I thought you were uh, literally I mean, joking when you said that, Cage.
1: No, no. Uh, oh. what, I, what I had read and what I had remembered hearing people saying, because, you know, Doom 3, to my understanding, was the first one to, like, it was designed specifically for... With, or with consoles in mind, I should say. With consoles oh, okay. in mind. Um, and I remember, I don't have it anymore, but I had got, like, the pack that was on the collector's edition pack on original xbox okay. and came with like a nice steel book case and it not only did it have the full version of doom 3 on it but it had uh ultimate doom and doom 2 nice. on the disc as well um and yeah like what i was i can't find it here but when i was looking over the information about the game and the, like the ratings is that uh somewhere in here <laughs> they talked about doom the first doom being like the weakest of the trilogy
2: Mm. okay yeah i guess it's to me it's so different i don't even think of it as a trilogy i guess um that's i I suppose it is if they named it doom doom 2 and doom 3 um (laughs) excuse me and there wasn't a doom 4 so i guess you from that perspective you definitely can look at it as a trilogy but um interesting yeah um yeah to, to me it's uh like, if you, if you said to me, oh, is is, I'm going to play a little bit of Doom. Um, or I, I say that to you, Cage, yeah, playing a bit of Doom today. If I say that to you guys, you can assume it's either going to be Doom 1 or 2. It's not going to be Doom 3. <laughs> um, and if you said that to me, I would it. I'd have two options. It's like either Cage means he's going to play the old retro Doom, Doom 1 and 2, and or 2. Uh, or he's playing the modern Doom. Doom remakes of recent years, I wouldn't even imagine that you were referring to Doom Three. <laughs> but uh, and, yeah, I guess that's a I don't know that's and that's
1: fair. I mean, you could make that argument. Yeah.
2: It's a good uh, game though. Any, I enjoy it.
1: Games though, mm. really that have that same kind of lineage, I suppose. Mm.
2: Yeah, true, absolutely.
1: Uh, it, it might make more of a more of a direct argument. Whereas, you know, if you were to say, "I'm going to play some Doom today," one wouldn't even question it. But, um, you know, if I were to say I'm gonna play some Mortal Kombat today, it would be like, okay, which Mortal Kombat you play in?
3: Mm.
0: You know, yeah, maybe yeah. it doesn't
1: cool. have that exact same recognition type of thing,
0: or or but... the same thing. Like if you if you if you said I'm playing Super Mario today, okay, which one? Because mm. there's just so many in there. Uh, so with that, let's let's just uh, briefly. Um, transition over into the sequels. So we've got the original Doom, uh, Doom 2, Hell on Earth, Doom 64, uh, Doom 3, and Doom 64 and Doom 3 only had a very limited release, um, it seems. Uh, They kind of made up for it in 2020, where Bethesda was releasing the Doom 64 on just about every platform that there was. Um,
1: it, was, um, it, was, it was available as uh, uh, a free download, I believe, for anyone who pre-ordered Doom Eternal.
0: Okay, that would make sense then, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so like, 3... I, I have it on my PlayStation, I have the Doom 64.
0: And then uh, a different uh, version, I guess, of Doom 3 Resurrection of Evil um, that was only available for Windows, uh, Linux, and Xbox... Uh, then a Doom 3 BFG edition, which I'm assuming was just another revamp of the other one. The uh, uh, Doom that came out in 2016, and Doom Eternal in 2020. And then we have uh, several spin offs Final Doom, Doom RPG, Doom 2 RPG, uh, Doom Resurrection, Doom 2 RPG, and uh, Doom VFR. They actually came oh. out with something for the virtual reality headset in 2017. Oh, that one
1: was, uh, that one was uh, modeled after the 2016 okay. uh, reboots uh, and done for the uh, VRs.
2: Okay. So how many of those have you played, Esnib? Um, not, I've not played uh, uh, the RPG ones. I've never even heard about that. <laughs> I've not played uh, the virtual reality. So yeah, I've played... um uh obviously the original doom doom two final doom is um it's basically two extra uh level packs um put into uh doom two um so i guess you should briefly touch on these the structure of uh the original doom in terms of levels um doom one which you're seeing here is uh is split into eight levels with a a uh, one secret level for a total of nine you get okay. to the secret level by um getting um I think i'll get to it in this there's a, a second exit hidden in one of the levels in the episode uh, as they mm. refer to it and um that whole episode this is essentially the shareware version that was free to everyone these this uh what these eight nine levels that you're seeing here me play there was a uh, Three episodes released, and that was Doom 1. Later on, they released a fourth episode, uh, and then combined, they called that the Ultimate Doom uh, as a package. Um, Doom 2, Hell on Earth, was obviously the sequel, uh, and that they dispensed with the episode uh, format. It was just 30 levels uh, in one package, so to speak, because obviously they weren't doing the like the, the shareware split thing at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's, yeah, 30 levels with two possible secret levels. Um, And then they released um, two kind of additional full sets of 32 levels after that. Um, And Hell on Earth, with those two included for... Well, if you add that, that's being at 96 levels. That is, I believe, what is considered Final Doom. Um, I have absolutely played all of that. Um, I have played Doom 3. um, And while I do enjoy it... um, I'm shocked to hear anybody say it's the best. <laughs> uh, I have also I played a decent amount to completion um, of um, Doom 2016, and while it is a completely different vibe as far as I'm concerned, it's good. It was an excellent game, and it's good to see the Doom legacy carried on into the future of video games. It's, just, it's still going strong. Um, I did play a little bit of uh, Doom Eternal. Um, but I, I don't know why it was. I just wasn't really vibing on it at the time I tried it. Um, it is, uh, while it is the, the continued continuation of the series and the legacy is, um, for me, it's a different type of type of gameplay, even though maybe from an outsider's perspective, like, oh, here's the first person shooter it is what's the difference. The only difference from an outsider's point of view is one's retro and one's modern, um, there is some subtlety to it, to me, that it's not just that. Or maybe it is, I don't know. Maybe it's the the retroness of original Doom lends to its simplicity of gameplay, which, while the modern Dooms are not complicated, it's the same premise. You know, explore an environment, find out where you've got to go, kill everything in sight, um, there is, is don't know, there's something lost for me as, a, a I guess, a legacy Doom player. Mm. Um, um, as, as to those uh,
0: RPGs, I'm looking at the info here, and it said uh, they were all mobile. So you had Doom RPG uh, that came out in 2005, and if you want to look that up, it was mm. uh, released for Brew and Java ME, but with, like, a mobile app system. Oh, okay. And um, <laughs> <I can't ask. laughs> Doom 2 RPG was released in 2009, uh, developed and published by ID Software in uh, 2005, and then in 2009 came out for BlackBerry, Windows Mobile, etc., etc. So I, I, I assume you might be able to find some ROMs of those games.
2: Yeah, I'm Somewhere. sure someone's come up with something to, be able I mean, to it, play
0: them. That 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 probably would maybe combine your two loves here between just shooting everything until it's dead 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 and an <laughs> RPG, you know, where you're maybe doing turn-based combat and yeah, item creation and all that.
2: I'm curious to at least to see what it would be like. Maybe Mm. just look for a YouTube video rather than uh, dive into myself Yeah, just to get a look at it. But yeah, I've not even heard of those, honestly.
0: Then of course, there's also novel series, comic books, tabletop games. Looks like there might be some... Oh, there's movies? Yeah, two movies. Doom in 2005. Oh, yes, I remember seeing that with the rock in it. Yeah, Doom uh, 2005 and then Annihilation in 2019. I I, oh. I, I got to go back and see Annihilation. I, I remember seeing no, the first one, but that was years and years ago.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, you know, Doom or er,
1: <laughs> uh, is you talking about Doom? And I was uh, I was looking at your channel there, mm-hmm. and so two things: one, you've have not played any Doom games on stream, according to your channel except for brutal doom um so i guess i'm gonna poke you and prod you here and i know that your channel is uh set by your producers mm. uh, of which scotty is one of i believe um you know don't is slander is there me like plan... that. <laughs> is there plans for doom to like be had on your stream other than
2: brutal doom and then what exactly is brutal doom um so to answer your first question, Cage, uh, um, I mean, if I'm not against playing the, uh, the modern uh, Dooms, that is to say, uh, Doom 3 onwards, if they're not on my list, I have no um, overriding desire to uh, cover them on the channel, um, but if the producers were to add an addition, they would really want to see that, I, w- I wouldn't veto it, I wouldn't be against it. Um, but it's not on the list by my own. Uh, you know, by by me putting it there myself. Uh, Is there any reason for that?
1: Just like something <laughs> you don't want to share necessarily on stream? Uh, yeah, I'm poking no, them, no. You know. it's, they're they
2: good, <laughs> fine, excellent modern first-person shooters in their own right. But when you say Doom to me, that they are not what I think of. This what you're seeing here. Well, maybe this isn't even the best example. Um, but the retro Doom. Doom 1, Doom 2 and anything from the modding scene that is put towards that that to me is the true essence of what the word Doom means in video games so it's
1: Um, OG Doom or nothing uh,
2: yeah in theory I have already, yeah as you can see I've covered the first two episodes of Doom 1 which is everything you're seeing on, uh, on the podcast today and the following episode, The Shores of Hell. Um I did that um a little oh god a long time ago when I did my extended uh, fifteen hour stream to beat you cage, but obviously you've switched <laughs> that record now, so I'm in the dust. Uh um obviously I wanted to play a variety of things and I was like, Yeah, let's just do a little bit of Doom. Um uh, so that that would uh, that's the only thing that is on the list for me. Again, that would only be covered if the producers desire it to be. Um, I can live without it because I can play it my own time. Uh, but yeah, Brutal Doom. So uh, I'm not. There is a, ever since it's released, there has been uh, a a very active uh, underground modding community for this game for og doom um uh, which is alive and well to this day um i'm not a part of that community and i know nothing about modding uh however um i suppose over the years i would like go back and play og doom like for example I, this footage is recorded on my xbox 360. obviously at some point since i bought my 360 i was like yeah i'll drop a couple of quid on doom just to have a bit of you know earn achievements and have a bit of fun with it um several years ago i'd heard of the mod called brutal doom um and uh, I don't, they never really looked into it and for whatever reason i think maybe i'd seen a youtube video or something uh reviewing it and i was like damn that looks really good i should give that a go um so a couple of years ago i think it was must have been i don't know maybe six months 12 months before i started my channel um I, uh, I kind of looked into it and got it set up, and uh, it's uh, overwhelmingly good, um, to the point where what you're seeing here, vanilla original Doom, is... I, I will I will never choose to play this on my own. I obviously recorded this footage to showcase the original game, um, but for me, the mod that is Brutal Doom, um, it overhauls the game to uh, such a decent... An excellent degree that it's, uh, in my opinion, and not every fan of OG Doom feels this, but I feel several do, uh, or maybe more than several. But <laughs> uh, it's the it's the truest essence of the game. Um, to answer your question in a bit more detail, Cage, it's uh, it's a, its core, Brutal Doom is a a gore mod, uh, which sounds pretty disgusting when you just put it like that. <laughs> it, um, as, as, as you see me killing these basic enemies here um, you see they all drop down dead and they all drop down dead in the same way. Um, they, their sprite their graphic looks the same each time. Um, Brutal Doom allows for uh, obviously in, in not just Brutal Doom but mod, um, modding support in for the OG Doom is um, obviously got mouse support so you're not just on a level plane of 360 degrees You can look up, you can look down, you can use your mouse to look in any direction. Um, Same with the aiming, it's more pinpoint. So wherever you shoot, that's where your bullet or your round is going to go. Um, So this obviously facilitates uh, headshots, uh, um, taking off limbs of enemies. Um, Enemies will bleed out. Uh, There's far more ways for them to die visually.
1: so it's, it was, it's it's a modded more visceral version of
2: the game. Absolutely. It uh overhauls the, the the weapons as well, play. their functionality. Um again, there vanilla Doom has its proponents where they feel it's uh Brutal Doom is not the true version, but for me personally, uh from when I first played it, I kind of just fell in love with it and uh I feel it's the truest version. It's um the weapons are overhauled in such a way that they are more powerful, generally speaking, but the enemies uh, are that much more dangerous. They have overhauled AI, they will dodge attacks, they will uh, use, in essence, use cover, they will try and ambush you, um, try and flank you, uh, and all, all sorts of things like that. Um, uh, obviously, I would have loved to have recorded that footage before, but that is not... Net, that is not strictly speaking the game we are discussing yeah. today. That's, um, that's all
0: right though. Um, you, you could probably cover the you could probably uh, hit Isnib's YouTube. And, indeed, indeed, Scott. Uh, uh, he's put... got the archive, so you could probably mm. search with his, in his archive to see that if you want to. Mm. Indeed,
2: indeed. Yeah, I've already covered. I think yeah, all of the base games, the the ultimate and final doom. Uh, and even and even a few a uh, couple of um uh custom levels made by random people in the world that I thought were particularly good worthy of uh showing on stream yeah uh, well, 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 on YouTube but um you know that's uh, that's very niche you certainly don't yeah. expect anybody to <laughs> specifically go hunted all,
0: all, all of a sudden you're gonna have uh, 200 more views on that tomorrow morning no um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> all right uh, let's take a short break here. And um, we're going to come back for the second part of the playthrough here after a uh, short commercial break and uh, talk some more about like the memories and the nostalgic feelings that Doom holds for you. Uh, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. And uh, now we're in the second part of the playthrough. And uh, it, it ha- the scene hasn't... An- changed much it's it's still like blood and gore and guts and isn't him laughing maniacally yeah um so yeah how you say you were seven when you first played this
2: no no did i, did I say that no no cage I'll... said that i don't know if he was yeah.
1: <laughs> no i said that and it was completely wrong mismathed. that yeah. he, he was seven when it came out that's it not a word cage no yeah no mismathed? i was uh, i was <laughs>
2: Yeah, I was actually nine when it was uh, it was released, but I think oh, I think okay. I was probably uh, I think I must have been like a ten to about ten years old. Um, I'm lucky that my parents let me play this game. Really, I mean, I know it's like by modern standards, it's graphically pretty tame.
0: Yeah, we're but like, we're like just...
2: oh, pixelated blood. Boo, you yeah, know? yeah, quite. Oh wow! <laughs> but for the for the time, it was quite. Uh... It's quite full-on. Never really, see, not really seen anything quite like this. Did, did um, you
0: have to beg your parents?
2: No, no. Uh, I think uh, I was, as I say, I was introduced to Wolfenstein 3D. I think I was just, um, I don't know in this, the circumstances. I was taken into uh, my stepfather's work uh, one time, just because he had to look after me, uh, but he had to go into work as well. Uh, and the office he worked in, he, you know, he had his own office in the building, so he didn't... You know, I don't know what his everyday work was like, but of that day, he didn't do any work. He was like, hey, kid, sit here, watch me play this video game. I was like, okay. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't upset about this. I was like, oh, my God, I've never You're seen like anything like it. this. This is this is insane. Um, and I think then he probably, uh, when when... The Doom was originally released because obviously he was already a fan of Wolfenstein. Um, him and everyone in his office was like super hype about it. Well, I think they uh, kind of like set up LAN parties at work. Mm-hmm. I mean, sounds like a pretty good job, uh, <laughs> but um, so obviously he got it at home as well for the home PC. And then, I'll uh, you know, thankfully they didn't have a problem with me playing it, so I, I did play it quite a lot. Uh, and I think the following. I don't know what year... Was it the following year that Doom 2 was released? 94? Or was it a little bit later? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll find out. Yeah,
0: 94.
2: Okay. Yeah, as soon as that was released, I believe my uh, stepdad got that as well. Uh, And that's the one I actually spent more time playing. Um, I think it's because it had uh, more weapons, like a couple of extra weapons, and it um, also had... The, like the level structure being like one long chain of levels rather than split into episodes, uh, and uh, also it has like n- these new uh, and scarier enemies, uh, in addition, uh, in Doom 2. Um, so to me, that was like the better version. So I probably spent more time playing that, uh, than the first one, but um, yeah, my tiny little mind was blown. Uh, I think. I may I may have seen other first-person games, but I hadn't seen anything that was like a shooter, obviously, uh, and uh, I hadn't s- ever seen anything so violent. Now, I guess some kids might be like freaked out by it. I guess I was drawn to it. I don't know why. Because you're me. a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I mean, something about you it. Do yeah. Tell me. Um, but uh, yeah, I can remember definitely uh, times when. Um, I don't know, I, I feel like I was, uh, I don't know what the the normal is, I'm not a parent, I don't know anything about parenting, but uh, I was allowed to be in the house on my own from like a, a relatively young age. Um, so like when my, you know, I remember like days just spent alone uh, with no one in the house and I would just sit there for like six, eight hours just, and I'll just play Doom on my own all day and uh, have the time of my life, uh, honestly. Yeah. Um, I wasn't going to give it too much consideration at the time, but I suppose psychologically, uh, part of it was um, the appeal for me was maybe the fact that in a game like this, which is has a very simple premise, uh, and you are constantly under attack from things trying to do you harm, and you have the power to, you know, f- fight against that. Um, maybe I felt in my own, unconsciously, in my own life as a child, that I was probably lacking control uh, and didn't, and kind of felt maybe uh, I didn't have a way to uh, fight back against that. So I feel like maybe Doom was kind of a bit of a, an escape for me. Um, you know, I, I felt maybe like powerless and <clears throat> useless in the real world, but I step into the world of Doom i'm this you know badass one man army that's uh you know fighting you know the hordes of hell on my own and uh, and winning uh obviously i <laughs> yeah. i had no idea uh, conceptualizing that as a child but looking back i wonder if
0: oh you that you, somehow you, you never but... actually as a child like we're wandering through a, a government uh installation killing demons and that Are that that wasn't an no. A, a I mean, like, an on fantasy. Mars. On Mars, yeah. know, yeah. yeah. but Animal uh, it, it, I mean, it, I mean, psychologically speaking, that seems to be a very common theme now with uh, almost mm. all of the people that we have interviewed in this capacity, uh, is that uh, video games are an escape. Video mm. games are uh, a, a way to feel in control of the world yeah. that you are dealing with instead of. You know, being a child and being very out of control, and and things mm. things are not within your uh, grasp to handle. But in a, a video game, you literally control everything. Um, yeah. I'm in that regard. I'm surprised I didn't get uh, more into video games. I mean, I did to some degree, but I, I was kind of like more of the book nerd. Um. Mm. But. Yeah, I can definitely see that, and it's a recurring theme with a lot of our guests that, you know, th- this is your escape as a child. You grew up with it, and, and you were, uh, you know, making the best of a situation in a crazy yeah. world. You know, you, you didn't know what was going to happen in real life the next day, but you sure as hell knew what was going to happen in the game because you've already done it. You know, yeah, and you're, yeah, totally. you're playing it again. Um, So... Yeah, I, I can totally see that. And, and especially with a game like this, which I, I'm i seeing a lot of elements that are very similar to even like the the kind of platformers that I grew up with, Mario 1, Mario 3, uh, you know, things like that, where it's there's a level of repetition to the gameplay, not only the levels that you're going through, you, you know, pretty much what to expect. And maybe there's going to be some random things thrown at you the further you get the harder it gets but you're going to play it again and again and again and eventually the repetition is going to you know hone itself into you know exactly when to do the button mashing and when exactly to move over here and do this because you've already done it 27 times Mm. absolutely Um, so yeah I, i i see a lot of those same elements um cage uh i think we have a several outstanding questions from our live chat um
1: we had a couple yes uh, ben from the gaming avengers did ask uh how old are you were you when you first played it and was it hard to get but you kind of actually already answered yeah. that um but thank you uh ben for thank the you, ben. question there um so and then uh i apologize because i didn't write down who it was i believe it was root who actually did throw it out there um Yep, uh, it was who really, threw that out there. Uh, what's something from modern gaming tech or features FPS games have now that you wish the original Doom had? I could imagine probably like mouse aiming, but
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe yeah. maybe beyond that, like what would you think? Um, I uh, one thing that's definitely a part of the majority of modern shooters is um. The health system, uh, where um, you obviously know this cage, and I'm sure Scotty is probably aware of it, even if he's not delved into. It. But in modern shooters of almost any kind, competitive or single player, you, um, although modern Doom doesn't do this to its credit, uh, you uh, you kind of like recover damage over time. So you will die if you take a certain amount of damage in a certain space of time. And then, if you don't take a damage uh, for a certain period of time, you'll be like fully recovered again. Um, which, uh, you know, for re- realism's sake, it doesn't really make sense. In say, like Call of Duty, you've just been taking three bullets to the chest. I'm just going to duck down here for thirty seconds. I'm absolutely fine now. Makes absolutely no sense. But that doesn't matter. That's that's a, uh, a modern convenience gameplay mechanic that most fans of shooters do prefer and it it makes sense um i'm i'm not sure how I'd feel about it i'd be interested to see a uh uh old doom doing that kind of style and i mean to some degree with some of the um some of uh, the custom uh, maps i've played in from the modern community uh, maps which are fall in the category that they uh within the scene are called slaughter maps. Um, where you'll be fighting hundreds or even thousands of enemies at a time. Um, it's kind of like that in the sense because you, it doesn't really matter what your health or armor scores are. You, you will, if you're not precise with everything you're doing, you will kind of die instantly anyway. Um, so I'm not. Sh- you,
0: you you said something else in in that a little bit ago that made me think that something i should suggest here as a producer on the Isnib show is uh playing the OG doom purposefully with directional keys and control key and nothing else or whatever you know whatever it tastes the the way <laughs> oh, you wow. the way you played it on pc back in 1993 Wow that'd be okay. a
2: that'd be a nice challenge I think on the is show Yeah I guess it it would be a challenge it takes some getting used to uh because uh obviously uh this not being modded it doesn't have the uh, proper um uh, it doesn't have the proper uh you know plate. you know you can't look up and down with a mouse or or your stick but uh, I do have as i'm playing this on xbox 360 i do have a controller where i've got two sticks one to move and one to look right so although i have only have one plane of looking it's still got that fluid movement yeah but
0: this is the xbox 360 version right Mm, indeed uh is it the original activision or the bethesda re-release
2: I assume this is the Bethesda re-release. Okay, so I so
0: I think what we need to do, Cage, is set him up with a ROM to actually play the OG Doom ROM on his PC.
2: Yeah, well, so I, I do have that. I would just need to oh, like, okay. uninstall Brutal Doom for a bit, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how uh, exciting that would be to people, uh, Scotty, but... <laughs> Um, uh, fuck all the other people. Do, this is what I want. You do I'm realize? <laughs>
1: you do realize people come to your stream and like listen to you talk for like an hour at a time, and then bugger off when you start playing a game. Yeah, right? exactly. I
0: haven't seen Isna play a game on his stream since
2: 1993. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's uh, nothing is off the cards, but uh, like I say, uh, that would de- I would definitely regard that as a challenge thing rather than something that I would specifically want to do just because of how right uh married to brutal doom I am uh so to speak.
0: And and uh, and how how difficult it would be to get used to that gameplay style and deal yeah, with, yeah, yeah actually so deal with that. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh did we have any other outstanding questions, I don't think.
1: We do not have any outstanding okay.
0: questions though. All right, so we're we're. I just restarted the playthrough, so we're actually running mm. a little bit long, which is fine. We can we can jibber jabber as is Nib, uh, so succinctly puts it, uh, <laughs> a little bit longer here. Um, and if anybody has any questions for is Nib, uh, being the resident expert on Doom, uh, please put them in the chat now. We'll ask them uh, real quick here. Um, and uh I wanted to ask you uh, first of all, do you remember the actual
2: first time that you played this? um I, I don't to be honest Scotty um, okay that's fine yes. that, no, no
0: that's fine because we're all fucking old and I can't remember yeah. where I put my keys <laughs> 20 minutes ago so um 100%. the uh but I, I did want to ask this this is my favorite question to ask in the podcast when you, boot up doom even brutal doom now because it's your go-to comfort game are are you instantly reminded of some memory when you start playing or when you reach a certain spot in the game this memory always flashes through your head uh something that you know is fond or you know it's just kicked into your
2: your forethought because you're playing doom again um, not necessarily, because I feel I'm very much uh in the moment. It's almost like a meditation for me in a sense, um because I'm so used to it, but um, yeah, definitely, as I mentioned before, uh it does harken back to those times where um you know, I was younger and I just was able to be left to my own devices um, and you know I'd, I'd maybe it was like the summer holidays vacation. Or whatever, and I'd uh, you know, I'd, there's nothing I, I didn't have any responsibilities. I was just, I just had to, I could do whatever I wanted, and uh Those assuming my days. stepdad wasn't,
0: oh, uh, to be young <laughs> <Yeah>. again,
2: <laughs> assuming uh my stepdad wasn't working at home, for example, I'll, that would free up the family PC, uh, and then I could but well, I can, I can just play Doom all day. Um, the uh, yeah. Okay, yeah I guess it's just uh that harkens back to that simpler time when you're young and uh, you don't know how easy you've got it <laughs>
0: yeah uh were there any other pc games that fit your fancy at the time
2: um yeah plenty I guess there was um kind of several uh like they, i guess they would call them like doom clones because uh, obviously uh the impact that this game had on the industry so many other developers jumped on it and tried to make their own version. Uh, mm. s- some with, like, no success, and you will have never heard of them. Others with, um, you know, relative success. Uh, you may have, obviously, Cage will know, you may have heard of a, a game series called uh, Duke Nukem. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That, yeah, Duke Nukem wouldn't exist without uh, Doom. It took what Doom did and kind of, um, Made it you know... <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Took a, did a sillier take on it. Uh, his strength is that it made like Doom Guy. He, you know, he's a, he's just he doesn't have a personality. He doesn't. <laughs> his name is Doom Guy for crying out loud. Uh, Duke Claude. Nukem, however, is kind of like a you know bombastic, uh, almost um, anti superhero kind of guy uh, who only cares about you know kicking the ass of the alien invaders and saving the babes uh, and he's uh, you know, got a crazy ego um, Definitely c- for a second thought
1: you said hentai superhero yeah, as opposed to anti-superhero Ryan, <laughs> okay, you, know okay, you just got the No, I feel like that the, would, the, the, no, the like that would perfectly
2: describe Duke honestly Well, I mean, no, like... yeah, true, yeah He's, uh, <laughs> he's definitely a, a ladies man uh, <laughs> to say the least um, But yeah, it was, it was a good series Uh what, you know, what little I played of it, which was very minor in comparison to um, Doom. Uh, the company also uh, had a kind of it, alternate series. Uh, there was like a fantasy version of Doom called uh, Heretic. Uh, the sequel called Hexen. Uh, exactly the same gameplay, but different enemies and rather than being guns you would have like magic powers and stuff. Uh, very cool series. Magic guns. Yeah, it gets much overlooked compared to Doom. Um, I wonder if they were how it would a modern remake would fare, but I don't know. Um, in terms of just general old PC games that I was playing at that period in my life, uh, Scotty, um, the only uh, we played, I uh, stepped that also had a kind of like a lot of adventure games, um, mostly come into mind, which was I almost did, but. I felt I wanted to cover Doom more and probably had more to say about Doom. It uh, was a series called uh, the, uh, the Curse of Monkey Island, um, which is a LucasArts uh, point-and-click adventure game, um, which is like comedy pirate setting. Mm. Um, wonderful game, wonderful game series. Uh, I played the, the first and second game in that series many, many times as a child, even though it's essentially just a, a story puzzle game. So once you've completed it once, there's no challenge. You know exactly what you need to do to get through the game. But it was such a um, a very endearing setting and story that uh, that's something I definitely dived into a lot. Hmm. Um, but I don't. I don't there's another no, no series that specifically come to mind in terms of PC gaming. I think it was probably. Let me let me see. Uh, I think so. If I was spending all my time on this kind of. 94, 95, 96. I think it wasn't too much, yeah. And I also had probably had, was rocking my SNES uh, a, a lot at this time, and it probably wasn't too long after that where I got an N64 and then got a PS1. Uh, and then I kind of drifted away from the PC gaming for many years, and so I yeah. just leaned into the consoles quite a lot.
0: Okay, uh, Cage, did you have any other questions?
1: not specifically um you know you talked about like uh the pc games you're playing and we talked about duke nukem there for a brief second i had a shareware of duke nukem as well and definitely played the crap out of that one because you know this one was violence Mm. you know like this was all violence that wasn't a big thing for me because you know i'm the kid that was shown you know like nightmare on elm street when he was like two and three years old and stuff and (laughs) Basically, I don't want to say idolize Freddy Krueger because that's a really bad person to idolize. But I mean, loves the character of Freddy Krueger ever since he was a you know tiny kid. Um, you know Duke Nukem that was a little bit more forbidden because you know there were the swear words, there were the um, the like there were actually like nudie bars and stuff in Duke Nukem. At least
0: Freddy never swore. Except for did he say bitch?
2: He He, he did say bitch a lot, I believe.
0: He may. Or am I I thinking of the guy from uh, Rick and Morty?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um... You know yeah i got an opportunity to experience those kind of sharewares when i was young too but that was for the most part my extent of the pc uh games as well so like i get what you were doing there and you know talk about you had your snes and then n64 came out and that's kind of where you spent your time mm-hmm. um, you know and i get that uh one Uh, other fairly famous uh, game that you did not uh, mention when we were talking about the clones and and almost any FPS game could really be considered a clone of like Doom or Wolfenstein 3D just because the lineage is just traced all the way back there but um, System Shock which is obviously the predecessor to Bioshock is considered a uh,
2: clone of Doom interesting so, I have never played it and I know nothing about it I, I recognize the name as you say it but I don't know it at all
1: I know very little of the system Shock games I know there are two of them uh, okay. in the actual system Shock series uh, I know the second one is getting remastered or oh. like remade here at some interesting. point um, but uh, other than other than seeing uh, the I've seen which Whitney uh System Shock two, on stream like one time. I I couldn't tell you anything about it, other than it's the predecessor to Bioshock.
2: Interesting.
1: Like to see on this list that it's considered a uh, a Doom clone, Mm. (laughs) you know, is is pretty crazy, kind of intense. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Mm. I never knew about that. Interesting. This uh. So one tiny aside I'd just like to mention about the game, Scotty, if you sure. don't mind. um the uh the music in Doom uh, and and Doom Two. Um the guy they got to do the music, uh he, he was requested to kind of like make um kind of met well, Wikipedia describes it as met metal and techno kind of uh, soundtracks and uh the guy uh decided um to kind of make uh, his own renditions of uh, popular kind of uh, metal and alt-rock uh, songs at the time. Um, so, uh, including various bands such as Slayer, Make a Death, Pantera and Alice in Chains which um, obviously I had never heard of any of those bands as a as a 10 year old when I was playing this. Uh, now, those uh, some of those bands are some of my favourites nowadays, so I wonder if somehow... Uh, unconsciously, the the, mu- oh. the soundtrack, the music in the Doom games. Oh, no, kind of, I I don't have to, know, to affected, wonder about that yeah. at
0: all. <laughs> yeah, kind of a-
2: affected my uh, my later musical tastes. At, you know, either that or well, it's you,
0: your your propensity for blood and violence
2: and gore and you know <laughs> entrails
0: in your teeth. And <laughs> this is true.
2: But It, it makes sense that uh, a violent game should uh, kind of have a more kind of a metal inspired soundtrack. Absolutely, feel. yeah.
0: Yeah, I what did notice about... the
2: music in that
0: and, and yeah. you know, especially when you get to the hard and heavy parts, how that, that music is... yeah, it, I, I can just imagine nine-year-old Isnib sitting there with his headphones on, you know, banging away at the uh, uh, arrow keys and control key on his keyboard going, <laughs> man, this shit rocks! You know, um, yeah. pretty much.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, you think about uh, retro games, right? Because like, this is obviously a very retro game and you think about um you know scotty me and you obviously uh fans of uh, castlevania 2 and you mm-hmm. think of bloody tears right mm-hmm. that was that was a very you know that is a very iconic theme you think about like the super mario brothers theme it's yeah. a very iconic theme but like this soundtrack just went you know you load into the game and it's just going like balls to the wall like this MIDI music should not <laughs> should not go like this you know it's just going dudu, 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 dudu. Right. you know and it like you know even though this is like all about just the violence and everything on it you put that soundtrack to it and it just makes it even more intense yeah it really it uh, really it,
0: does make the game in my opinion um and, and we've seen that with many different games the music aspect of Mm -hmm. it um i remember stuff talking about halo you know halo 3 and and well all of the halo games that you know it's an iconic song for her that she will always you know uh represent in her mind that gameplay aspect um and i'm sure yeah you 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 could probably even if you didn't want to hear the in-game music you could you could blast slayer and metallica and you know all of these other heavy metal bands from that time period and it would go just as well as the soundtrack
2: oh absolutely yeah indeed in fact uh in the modern community people have made alternate soundtracks obviously it's all metal inspired uh and the the modern doom games their soundtracks are fantastic and uh, definitely on the uh, heavier side of things
0: yeah all right, uh, well, uh, thank you so much, Isnib for uh, joining us. We're going to wrap up Of course. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Thanks uh, for having me. You, you can check out Isnib on uh, Twitch, primarily at twitch.tv slash spelled I-Z-N-I-B and uh he he is uh, on typically five days a week monday through friday or monday through thursday plus saturday and uh he's uh, he's over there across the pond so he's uh usually doing it a little bit earlier in the day uh typically like uh 9 a.m eastern for us here in the cleveland area and uh uh depending on where you are I'm sure you can find uh, you know sometimes if not you can always check out his YouTube channel which he's got linked on the Twitch page um and uh, yeah go check him out uh and uh, of course if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast uh, you know we always want to encourage you to stop by our Twitch channel that's uh, twitch.tv/ebc2021 uh where we do the recording of the live broadcast here uh our next uh podcast is likely going to be january 8th but uh that may change so oh your cage is already shaking his head <laughs> and saying nope fuck that date um sorry <laughs> that's all right uh, so then maybe we're looking at the 15th, uh, January 15th, probably check the schedule on my website, because typically by like two weeks out, we have that uh, set as to when things are going to actually be in the, in the next two weeks. And the schedule is always changing based on our work schedules and whatever else. But uh, you can go to EBC 2021 com and check that out. And uh, of course, contact us if you have any questions, comments or uh, uh you you want to tell me that uh this podcast sucks and you you've listened to all of them but you you just can't stand any more of it so you're going to listen to the next episode too um but yeah and uh, of course uh wherever podcasts are found we are on spotify uh google uh apple and all the other things where, this, where the uh, podcast thingy majiggers are and uh yeah go check it out so That's pretty much it. Uh, Say goodnight, Cage. Goodnight, Cage. Thank you for uh, joining us, and uh, we'll catch you next time on Arcade Nostalgia Memories Podcast. See ya!